One of the criticisms of electronic health records is that the digitized systems could potentially make it easier for healthcare providers to submit fraudulent billing to Medicare and other payers through upcoding and the use of an EHR feature called cut and paste. I'm Marian Kolbasek McGee, managing editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking to researcher Julia Adler Milstein, an assistant professor at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Julia will discuss with us a recent research study that she and a colleague conducted, which looked at whether the use of EHRs translated into higher billing and possible fraud by healthcare organizations. Hi, Julia. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, briefly describe for us what you looked at in your study, what sort of potential fraud you examined, and what you found. So we focused on the hospital setting. I think that's the first important point to make because hospitals account for the biggest chunk of healthcare spending. And so if we are going to be concerned about upcoding in terms of driving up the cost of healthcare, uh, we thought that hospitals were the right place to look. We then took advantage of data that captures the sort of degree of of adoption of electronic health records in hospitals across the country that's collected by the American Hospital Association. Uh, And so what that allowed us to understand is sort of year to year uh, which hospitals newly adopted electronic health records. And so we used that to identify uh, groups of hospitals that uh, had newly adopted from one year to the next. And it also allowed us to identify hospitals that had not adopted electronic health records. And, and so what we basically did then was to create a, a comparison group uh, to the group that newly adopted electronic health records that did not adopt and then made sure that they looked similar on, on a bunch of key characteristics like size and geographic location and teaching status. And so then once we had those two groups, what we did was try to figure out, what you know, what are the measures uh, where we might see upcoding if it's happening? And so we picked two different measures. One is called case mix index, and that's basically a measure of uh, the degree of severity uh, that the patients are coded as. And the hypothesis there was that if electronic health records are allowing you to sort of cut and paste notes, that it may look like the patients are sicker than they actually are. And so that would lead to an assignment of a higher severity for the patients. And so that, that was why we picked that measure. And the second measure we looked at was, was basically a measure of, of reimbursement uh, per, per case in the hospital. Um, and it's sort of an average measure across 14 common conditions. And that measure basically says sort of does the hospital uh, get paid more or less than would be expected given the mix of conditions that they're treating. And so, again, there the hypothesis would be that if there's cut and paste or sort of other uh, electronic functions that allow for, you know, more test ordering, for example, that that would drive up the sort of coded uh, degree of severity and therefore the reimbursement assigned uh, to each case. Um, So those were the two measures we looked at, and then we basically compared hospitals that did and didn't adopt electronic health records on those two measures, and what we found was basically uh, that they very closely tracked each other. We couldn't uh, distinguish the EHR adopters from the non-EHR adopters on either of those measures. So does this mean that EHRs aren't being used to commit fraudulent billing, and any suggestions for how insurers and other payers like Medicare and Medicaid can identify deceptive use of EHRs for fraudulent billing? 
so no. I mean, in, in some ways, it doesn't mean that. Uh, does, you know, what we looked at was we used national data, hundreds of hospitals, and so what this says is, on average, you know, this is not this is not a big problem. Uh, but does that mean that there are not a few bad apples? I mean, no, of course not, right? There could be, you know, a handful of organizations in the data that are engaging in this kind of behavior, but it just wouldn't be powerful enough to see the effect on a national level. So that doesn't mean that there's no fraud going on. It just means that it's not happening to a systematic degree such that you pick it up uh, in our national data. You know, I think the other important point to make is sort of, does this mean that EHR can't be used for fraudulent billing? And, and again, the answer to that is no. You know, we're not able to actually look at or measure directly whether fraud is happening or not. We're not going into these systems or looking at the records themselves. But what it says, you know, our interpretation of this is that while hospitals that have EHRs may use them uh, in this way to upcode, hospitals that don't have EHRs also have really strong incentives to do whatever they can to maximize their billing. So if they're not using their EHR, they're probably using some other method or mechanism to maximize reimbursement. And so, uh, so again, I think it's really about taking a, a step back and saying, should we be pointing fingers specifically to electronic health records? And I think the answer to that based on our study is no, but do we need to generally be concerned about the fact that the cost of care is rising and there is incentives in place for hospitals to to code to this very high level and, and drive up the cost of care, yes. Um, and so we need to uh, to think about how to solve that broader problem, um, and it, as opposed to sort of focusing very narrowly just on EHRs as you know as the bad guy. Um, I think it's it, the data suggests that there's just a much broader problem that it's not just about the technology. So, do you have any suggestions on how insurers and other payers like Medicare and Medicaid can identify if an EHR is being used? deceptively for fraudulent billing? Are there any telltale signs, for instance, that they should look for? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, there have been some terrific folks who have been advocated for building fraud monitoring features into electronic health record systems such that you can detect when cut and paste is happening and there's sort of other ways that you could build into the technology. And that is, I think, a very reasonable uh, approach because it's a, a relatively low-cost, scalable approach. You know, what we sort of see ramping up is like a broad-scale policy effort to, to heavily monitor and go after people who may be fraudulently billing. And so I think what our, what our paper says is, is not that this isn't a problem, but that maybe it's not as big of a problem as we thought. So we should focus more heavily on sort of low-cost, low-resource intensity solutions to fraud rather than, you know, devoting a lot of, of time and effort to trying to figure out who may be doing this. So we're not saying completely stop worrying about this issue. It's just maybe take the foot off the gas a little bit and emphasize a little bit more heavily uh, solutions that, that sort of aren't as t- time and resource intensive. Do you think that the vendors need to put in stronger controls perhaps in, in their products to prevent upcoding or fraudulent use of cut and paste? And do you see the vendors going in that direction? Yeah, so I mean, I, I think that, uh, again, you know, it's a question of sort of how far to go, but I think some basic features and functionalities that certainly don't make it easy to, to commit fraud make a lot of sense. You know, I, I think we're, we're in a tricky balance here because part of the benefits of electronic health records is more accurate coding, and that's a good thing, right? I mean, if providers are not getting paid for care that they actually delivered, right, that's, that's a problem. And there are many EHR companies who, who make this as a real pitch to doctors, which is more accurate billing, and so that's a good thing, but it's, it's easy to sort of go to 
too far with that and then make it so easy to bill things uh, that, that you end up in this zone of, of fraudulent billing. And so again, I just think, I think it does make sense for these solutions to be put in place, but we don't want to put them in to such a degree that, you know, that it sort of harms one of the key benefits to doctors uh, and hospitals, which is more accurate billing. So it's, it's just a fine line. And I think we need to be careful about how far we go in either direction. Do you have any advice to the healthcare providers about what they can do to prevent staff from using the EHRs in fraudulent ways? Yeah, I mean, my sense is right now is that it's something that that makes sense to make staff aware of, right? That there are real possibilities in in the systems for this to happen, and and you want to keep your eyes out. And if you see this happening, that it should be raised to the attention of management and more senior staff, and to figure out what what the solution is. And if it's a people problem, then that's something that can be solved internally within the organization. And if it's if it's a technology problem, then certainly raising that with the vendor and and trying to figure out if there's a way to design the system that that doesn't lead to this to this bad behavior. Are there any good ways for healthcare providers to sort of monitor whether or not the EHRs are being used in fraudulent ways? You know, I think there are some monitoring technologies that are out there and available now, and maybe for some organizations that, that may make sense. But, I mean, my sense is when I, I talk to healthcare providers is they, they're very aware of what they're doing in, in the system and um, and how it may be. There are times when they sort of click a button, they're like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean to do that. I did That, that resulted in, you know, ordering things that I didn't mean to order. Um, so my sense is that there is awareness about this, but it's just a question of sort of how to address it. And so I think there are sometimes there's more education that's needed about how to use the system effectively. So I think it's really about organizations saying we're going to invest in making sure that in the same way there are adverse events, we have a tracking and monitoring system and an approach to remediate and address them, that we would do the same thing with, with issues of using the EHR in a fraudulent way. There should be organizational processes in place such that if someone sees that this might be happening, there's a way to, to raise a flag and say, listen, we need to figure out what, what the organizational response to this is, is going to be. Now, in the conclusion of your report, you also wrote, quote, a policy intervention to reduce fraud is not likely to be a good use of resources. Instead, policymakers should focus on ensuring that hospitals use EHRs in ways that are likely to reduce health care spending and improve the quality of care. So what's your advice to policymakers in terms of steps that they should be taking to help prevent and detect overall healthcare fraud. Any suggestions? Yeah, again, this is all about sort of relative effort um, and where we should be, you know, trying to spend most of our time and resources. You know, again, it's, I think our study is not going to be the last word on whether EHRs lead to fraud or not. Certainly, there have been other analyses that have, that have suggested that there is. So I think, again, it's not to say that we should not place time and effort there, but if we step back from this and say we as the country invested billions of dollars in these systems really on the premise that they're going to improve the quality and reduce the cost of care. And so we need to figure out how to make that happen. And, and getting rid of fraud might help a little bit on the margin, uh, but that's just a small piece of the pie. I mean, to really improve quality and reduce cost, right, it's going to take, I think, a lot of systematic thought and effort for how to change. There are a whole bunch of things that I think need to happen to see some of those benefits. And so if, if we're going to spend time on sort of EHRs and what can be done with them. Like, let's really focus on improvement rather than on uh, chasing uh, chasing down fraud. Thanks, Julia. I've been speaking with Julia Adler-Milstein. I'm Marian Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.